Hey guys, it's about to get really adult in here, so we suggest you put all the little kitties to bed. Listener discretion is certainly advised. I used to be scared of the D. Then I used to lick my lips for the D. Fly overseas for the D. What? Hey, get on my knees for the motherfucking D. Hey, I used to chill with the D. Chillin'. Used to be really, really real with the D. Hey. Hey, <laughs> now I, I give zero shits about the D. Hey, used to take trips with the D. And then you wanna play me? What? Uh, not the D. I don't want it. That shit's free. <laughs> I want to be. Take 37 for the D. Got to go to heaven for the D. Move to Indiana for the D. Made it through the plane. Hashtag the family. Hashtag us. Hashtag black love. It's a plus. About to get wife by the D. Have some babies for the day. What? Making it through school because of the day. <laughs> and I'm done. This is a long intro. It is. Is it recording? Yeah. <clears throat> Let me try and get my girl. <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep this clean so my reputation stays pristine. Hey. Pack on my sh for the D. Rapping on the podcast that's lit for the D. Ooh, B. Get out the way. I'm on the first thing. Smoking down to the A. And I had to put the range in part. And I know just how to make my cute dog bark. Shh. I'ma be quiet for the D. Girl, you know your ass lying for the D. Slip and fall for the D. Remembering a ball for the D. Watch a little porn for the D. Outside blowing all on the horn for the D. Change my last name for the D. Life will never be the same for the D. Lori, you want to get in? Cut. I'll do whatever it takes to get for the P. The basic is one thing. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Conscious Sedation Podcast. Tasha doesn't want me to introduce us, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> You're such a hater. Because hashtag, I do what I want. So, I'm Ryan. I'm Tasha. I'm Tiffany. Tip the Great. Tip the Great. <laughs> Tiffany in the squeaky chair. And we are very um, excited today to have a guest on the show. We have a male perspective. And we are going to introduce him in just a little bit. But before we do that, we're going to get into our hashtag recap. Because last shift was amazing. It was good. I mean, Lara yeah. really educated us about some really shout cool stuff. Shout out to Lara. Yes, shout out again shout out to, to Lara. Um, so that was cool. What do you guys have for your hashtag recap? Tiff, you want to go? Or Tosh, uh, whatever. Yes. Let's see. First one is call me Sandy. Oh my God, that was mine. <laughs> That was mine. Just call me Sandy. Just call me Sandy. Right. Rise the That was my favorite one. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, my other one, it was from Lara when she kept saying, that's not sexy. Yes. That was like her. But I thought she was bringing up really good points when she was saying that things weren't sexy. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that, Those Shouts two were in my mind, too. But I got <laughs> some backups. Y'all know I got a of lot course, of hashtags. Five, over there. Mm-hmm. five hashtags. Yeah. I'm, 
I only have maybe three or four, but I'm happy that Tiffany swooped on in and saved me with the two. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, hashtag Google's good porn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, was one. Yes. Yes. Because might one find the good porn? Right. I'm like, like, hypothetically speaking, if we wanted to watch this, if we were looking for good porn, where might one go? She was like, your local sex educator. Or your right. local. Like, right. okay. Yeah. You know what you got? You got more? Mm, no, no. PP pass didn't come to mind. Yeah, I thought about her hashtag too. Your hashtag PP pass. pass. I think yeah. she was like, I think my hashtag might be PP pass or something. <laughs> it was really cute. Hashtag don't yell at the dog. Yeah. Right. That was funny. My hashtag is be explicit. And that was when she was talking about the importance of women or men, whoever is not the typical aggressor, um, being very intentional about saying exactly what it is that you want. And yes. that, that spoke really, you know, very much to me because, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tiffany's hand on the shoulder. I mean, we're kind of in the same boat right there. Like, I'm going to rub a thigh and kind of wink at you a little bit. <laughs> Hope She's you like, get the point. You might have to say, I want to take, take you, you to bed, bed now. <laughs> And so um, that spoke to me about um, just, you know, being mindful. I'm very outspoken when it comes to most things. And I'm not very outspoken when it comes to what I want sexually. And um, Health Tip Thursday, or no, Unplugged, Saturday Unplugged, about uh, make yourself happy. And I thought just being who you are and being free, um, letting go of all the stigmas, I think that feeds right into that. So that was my hashtag. Hashtag be explicit. Yes. I yes. And good. we still are waiting for some listener hashtags. So if you all have any hashtags, do you have a hashtag? Rory? Do I have any hashtags? The last shift? Mm-hmm. Anything you know that stood I, out to I, you? I got, I, got, I got one. Hashtag, you want me to do what? Like, <laughs> you know, like, like uh, you know, women all, I mean, it's weird. Like, I think that women always want the man to initiate things, but sometimes a man wants a girl to say something just retarded to them in a more sexual way. Have them looking like, you want me to do what? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, then. Come on, on, then. Let's do it. What'd you say? Banana and what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't care. Whatever I gotta do. So hashtag, you want me to do what? And hashtag stupelligent. Oh, oh my goodness! Stupid and intelligent, which is—I I mean, I love your guys' show. You guys are like all career-oriented, very smart, intelligent women, but y'all are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are so stupid. The same guys same, I swear. I mean, it's hard to like just concentrate. So, hashtag intelligent. Intelligent, good one. We should put that on a T-shirt when we do our hashtag. Yeah, done. Intelligent. I love it. So, listener hashtags, if you all have hashtags from the previous shift, you all can comment on the SoundCloud if you're listening on SoundCloud. If you are listening on iTunes, Podcast, or Stitcher, you can send us an email. That is um, getsedated705 at gmail.com. Now we're going to move in. Oh, wait. We're on Google Play now, too. Oh, right. I forgot. I just told somebody we're on Google Play. Google Play. Hit it up. Hit it up. Mm -hmm. So we're going to move into our mindful moments. And this is where we take time out. You guys already know to just be mindful about something that has happened in our life, something that has, you know, is happening. Um, Acknowledge great things that are happening. Be thankful. 
So, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yes, um, yes. This week, I am mindful of the transition in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And I had a packing party yesterday, so I'm very grateful for everybody who came over and helped me kind of streamline some stuff. So, not just pack up, but put donation stuff in a pile and... They took whatever was, you know, useful to them or what they could see some kind of value in. So I'm very mindful of that. And then also I have been having a really rough time getting my Georgia nursing license. And I finally am a licensed nurse and ready to practice in Georgia. So super excited about having that process done. And mindful of that. Well, you're mindful of that, but we are a little bit sad about your transition. It's kind of bittersweet for us. Definitely bittersweet for me, too. Yeah. So, but good. I'm glad you're able to be mindful. Hating. (laughs) What'd you say? The hating. Oh, hashtag hating. No. That's hating. That's a running theme of this show, in case you hadn't noticed. I am not hating. I'm just stating that I'm sad a little bit about it. It's bittersweet for me. Nah, I'm not hating. I'm, I'm with, no, I'm with, no, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm hating. No, be, let, let, oh. let's be clear. Much shade. <laughs> Have shade. All right. Eclipse shade. Eclipse. Damn, eclipse. That's a lot. shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, All right. No, I'm just kidding. What you got? What you mindful of, Tiffany? Um, right now, today, what am I mindful of? I'm mindful that it's pretty, finally not hot today. Yeah. Like, I don't anything. Fall I, is here. I love fall. Fall's my favorite. I like boots. And and sweaters. Sweaters and jeans, even though i got to go get some new stuff. Also, I'm mindful that, like, the semester is moving along quickly. Thank God. So, hopefully, it'll continue to go by smoothly, and I'll do well this semester. And yes. Keep going with my program. Yeah. <laughs> One day closer. Yeah. What you mindful of, bro? <laughs> I am mindful today of karma. (laughs) 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 Hashtag insider. Uh, (laughs) 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 Hashtag insider, right? I am just mindful that the universe continues to give us exactly what we give. If we put out greatness into the universe, into the atmosphere, to our friends and family, that's what we're going to get back. And if we put, if we spew hate and put out nonsense and are always being ridiculous, that is exactly what's going to come back to us. And I am just mindful and thankful that my mama taught me that at a very young age and that I have been putting out beauty into the earth, into the atmosphere. And that's what I've been getting in return. And I'm just thankful for that and mindful of that today. So, Roy, are you mindful of anything today? Um... I'll say I'm mindful of time and how precious it is and how important it is, as well as life, how precious and important both of them are. I mean, this is the oldest we've ever been and the youngest we'll ever be. So it's very important for us all to take time and do the things that we love and cherish, travel, you know, find love, take chances, you know, uh, do all the things we possibly can as, as long as we can, because, you know, here today, gone tomorrow, it's it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, just yesterday we were all in high school and now we're all, you know, literally bills, yesterday. You know, no, right no, 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 Literally. Last year, last week I was sitting in front of my TV to, you know, watching Power Rangers. Now, you know, paying bills. So. <laughs> but, uh, now, you know, time management and, and things like that and uh, just realizing how important it is and life is a blessing as well. So, yeah. Yes, that is very, that's good. I'm going to, I'm going to be mindful of that too this week because, that's true. It is very true. Mm-hmm. It is very true. Well, thank you for that. Okay. So 
So now we're going to, you want to introduce? Yeah. Rory, do a little mini introduction, and then we're going to get right into our topic this week, which y'all know. (laughs) We back talking about sex. (laughs) (laughs) We back back. back talking about sex. (laughs) So, you want to introduce Rory? Yeah, um, I had said this last week. Rory is a good friend of mine. have known him since high school. He was actually the one of the best friends of my first love, my first boyfriend, who didn't think I was fat. Because most of the other guys did. (laughs) So we go way, way back to freshman year, early teens for me. Um, And I hated him. Oh, my God, I cannot stand this guy. But, you know. I'm a Gary on site. Oh, my God. Yes, I cannot stand this. He played too much. And (laughs) my first love played too much also. And so him and all of his friends also played too much. And so I just couldn't take it a whole lot of days. I was like, oh, my God, I hate your friends. Because obviously I couldn't hate him, you know. But, yeah, so Rory and I have gone way back to early high school days or whatever. And over the years have become really close, like brother and sister. And I've been able to have him to lay out all of my insecurities about men and things that I was reluctant to discuss with my partners at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I could be like, am I tripping? And always can depend on Rory to give me a real, true, not fake and not holding my feelings kind of response or advice on how to proceed. And so, you know, I've I've just really value our friendship over over the years. Rory, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Too busy emotional. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm about to drop a thug to you right here. This is true, a party. That's how I feel like going to girls now. But, uh, but uh, no, nah, my name is uh, Rory Robinson. I'm a licensed uh, locomotive engineer. All right. I, I drive the train as in, as what girls say. Girls always say that. Do you drive the train? Yeah. <laughs> It's a foot. It's a foot pedal down there. It's a steering wheel. Yeah, it's a rearview mirror. It's dice in the mirror. Yeah, I drive the train. See, but, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, like you know, like Tasha said, uh, we have you know we've been friends for a very long time, and everything she's saying is one hundred percent true, especially about how I play so much. And that was my thing in high school. You know, it's all I was. You know class clown trying to be funny was my forte so being friends with Tasha and you know uh, other friends and everything like that I think it's helped me grow a lot throughout my years uh, Tasha she's been there she, you know she's saying I've been there for her Tasha's been there just as much as I she uh, I have her even more uh the only difference is you know Tasha is very you know right for you know straight hands on you know, no sugar coat and should tell you the truth and I'm not I, I, I never I'm, I'm always you know I'm messing up whatever she is she tells me to do or asks or advises me to do so it's really hard to be my friend I guess sometimes I know sometimes she's like this you know like but uh I, I feel like that our friendship has grown from you know just you know acquaintances to friends to best friends to like you know brother and sister like she say I do anything for Tasha absolutely and it's been fun and I look forward to uh you know your journey and everything uh you know the next chapter you know so God bless and good luck to you. Okay. you know I mean? Hashtag well, Russell Simmons. <laughs> God right. Bless you know, good God night. bless you. Good night. I got to feel like that. Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> well, I hope you so. are ready for these questions. I just want to, you know, let you know you, whatever you say, you are representing all of mankind. All of them. All men. Uh, all of them. Uh, y'all finna get so many emails. <laughs> I don't know him. We don't like. We we don't believe what he believes. I'm 
I'm finna be <laughs> controversial. Like, man, I'm telling they finna be like, mm-mm. Guys finna be like, nah, that's not how we think. But I'll give, my, I'll give my best. Okay. All right. We appreciate well, you being Before we get into our topic, again, which is about sex, we're going to get into our inbox report this week. So Tiffany is going to give us our inbox report. <laughs> we still have some leftovers, and this will be the last week that we're talking about sex. So Damn, I wanted to just. Is it? Get, is it? I mean, I, mean, I could just really talk about it forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I was trying to just clear them out. Let's just get it done. No, I'm. Yeah, I think we, you know three, three is enough. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm gonna try to do the inbox questions that are more towards male here. So, what do you think about double standards about sex in the black community, male versus female? Do you feel that there are a double standard, or what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily a race thing. I just think that it's just a gender thing, you know, man and female all together. Like, it's, you know, I think we're more uh, judgmental and more, and we're harsher as far as things like homosexuality and promiscuousness. Maybe, you know, we're a little bit harder than others. But uh, truth be told, I think it's just a, a gender thing. Men are... Uh, you know, we get away with more things. We're allowed to do a lot more things as far as sexually. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, uh, you know, uh, we have a room full of girls. You know, we look like the man of the hour. You got a room full of men. You know, it's Amtrak time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so That's how we look at it. I mean, I'm just saying, that's how we look at it. So, Amtrak time. Trust me. I'll tell you right now. You can call it whatever you want, you know, and we, I hope we talk about that later, the whole differences of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, sexual, like, threesomes and all that. But, yeah, but I don't think, I don't know if it's uh, racial. I just think it's, like, just gender-based straight up, you know what I'm saying? Men are considered, you know, players and pimps and conquerors, you know. Mm-hmm. Women are considered promiscuous, trashy, and, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, unladylike. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, y'all get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, you know. Do you right. guys have any differing opinions about this question in particular or agree? I definitely agree that it, there is a double standard. I don't think there's any way around it. Um, I would like to um, just challenge Rory, like as a man, how do you think that we could change that as our narrative? Like, how do you think that we could go about? I mean, because we talked we talk previously about, you know, hey, girl, do you like. No stigma. There's no there's no slut shaming. Like, do you if you want to be out here like that? Do you? But then women who are doing them, like you said, it's Amtrak time. So how do you think we could do you think that men play a large role in the slut shaming in the making women feel like they're, you know, whores or whatever? Absolutely. I think we you know I think we have a huge play in the whole, you know, of branding women as sluts and whores and uh, she get around and all that things like that but i believe women are the same you guys are probably even worse you know what i mean you guys are just as judgmental if not, I, I mean i would even say more mm-hmm. because you guys feel like this is a representation of you you know what i mean you see this girl out here you know what i mean she's getting all these guys she's getting all these girls i mean she's getting all these you know guys and you know poles and you're like you know what's wrong with me you know what the hell i mean i'm out here trying to do my thing via you know, you know, a, a, a good, a good Christian woman, or you know, whatever you're saying. I'm trying to keep it tight, and she, you know, she, she getting pipe after pipe after pipe, and you know, oh it ain't God. right. You know, 
I'm saying, you like, you know, she's taking up all the fights. She got all the fights. You know, she's yeah. like, you know, she like the comment section of Menards. You know what I mean? Like, she got all the fights. You know what? It's not so much a, a big deal for us because, hell, half of the dudes, that's what we're living for. You know, I, I, mean, I mean, hey, I'm just being honest. Most guys are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Most guys are looking for a chick that they can, hey, it's, it's, it's that easy. Like, hey, dog, like, listen, her right there, she going. She going? She going. You're like, okay, she's going. Next day, hey, did she go? She went. You know, it's like that, you know? So we're not as judgmental and as hard on women as women are on, on each other. It's, I have you know. a caveat to mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I have a caveat Me to this. Me too. It came so, to us at the same time, I'm sure. <laughs> I get what you're saying about, like, how you're, like, looking for the girl, you know, that you can get it from quickly. But when you're looking in terms of long-term yeah. relationship, you does like, this nope. same woman hold the same level of respect at that time or is she no longer in the running since you See, I think the, not I think love is all I think I really do if you got a woman I mean that's why guys marry strippers and okay. you know you see guys marry strippers and porn stars and all these women that they know have a past the love conquers all if, if you if love okay. is in your heart and you feel that way for that person then it is it really doesn't matter it really doesn't for a man I mean uh, you know there there have been many times where you know you, you you know you're talking to your guys or you're talking about a certain woman and they're like well uh, yeah I love her I love the what's her name Samantha Samantha you mean uh, you know second slow Samantha you like what you get barraged with all these you know uh, you know Pornhub stories and you face with a dilemma like man you no know, I didn't know all that stuff so what do I do you know a lot of guys are faced with that reality you know what I'm saying and uh, well, I mean, it is what it is. It's like love is going to, you know, trump. Okay, uh, but your you're talking on the back stuff. end. You're talking on Say the back. What? You're talking on the back end of finding this information out after you've already established oh, love or mm-hmm. relationship with this person. Whereas most of the time, if men know what the reputation is, they steer clear. And I yeah, think like, that's what Tiffany was asking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said, no, I, I mentioned that she can be a stripper or porn star. These are things that men know. They've seen her on TV. I've watched your films. I love your work. I love mm-hmm. you. I want to bury you. I mean, like, I'm, I'm saying, it goes, I'm talking about in every aspect. You can just find out or you can already know, you know, before you even say hello. If your heart is in it, I mean, if you are, if you, if love is there, and you want it, and you feel like you can make it work, and you, I mean, some guys, like, you know, you can't make a hole in a housewife. Some guys believe that is a fault. They can, hey, I can change her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can change her. And, you know, so it, it doesn't really matter. Like I say, if you feel, if you feel in your heart, and you feel that this person is the one for you, you're going to go for it, despite all the, you know, all the men and all the uh, stories you hear. It, you know, you, you're not going to let that stop you. You're just not. Girls, women do it too. You got, I mean, you got, I do to have like 11 baby mamas. You'll be like, you'll be number 12 just because, you know, just, I, I love him. I just, something about him, you know, and, you know, next thing you know, you barefoot and looking crazy. We told you, now you, you know, number 12. But you know? women tend to be more heart driven and they will go with that option based mm-hmm. on what they feel, whereas men supposedly are more logical. And be like, nah, I don't know, player. She got like six baby daddies. I, I ain't gonna be able to do it. And she done smashed all the homies. Like, you oh, don't want to marry nobody who done smashed all the homies. You now, know you're real. not wife and stuff. <laughs> you, listen, it's listen. A, it's the rarity. Listen, <laughs> listen here. You know 
It's like a white giraffe. It's rare. What? We thought you was gonna be honest today. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Do you know it's true? It happens. It, it really does. Jenna Jameson. Uh, you know all kind of uh, you know, mischievous uh, actors, actresses, and they are married, and happy, and you know it is what it is. I I'm think, but see, I think when when those women get married, I think that. You talking about? I'm talking about like everyday like people who are out here, not the fantasy. Yeah, right. because at the end of the day, like a porn star or like somebody who like a superhead or whatever, like those men are marrying those women because they're trying to live out a fantasy. They have fallen in love with watching her slob on all types of knobs, and they want that forever because they have fallen in love with that physical illusion that she's giving in a porn, you know, a porno or whatever. Like, but we talking about everyday suck it slow, Samantha. <laughs> it's gonna be Deep hard, Deep Throat Debbie. Deep throat Debbie. <laughs> it's gonna be hard for her to get wiped up, though. It, it, it will be, but it will happen. Like I say, love conquers all. There's always somebody out there that is not interested in, you know, what I'm saying, getting that, you know, getting that deep throat action. It, it, it really is. There's some guys that want to get that want to delve in deep with that woman, connect with her on a, a spiritual level, intimate level. I mean, there, it, it happens. And in turn, that woman changes, and or that man changes, and you know that lifestyle is over, and they start a new. I mean, it, that's I mean that that's a fairy tale, but it happens. It does happen, but it doesn't happen often. Okay, it does. So okay. that is reality. It does not happen often. Yeah. You want to hold, always hold a lot of hope. Okay, so we'll categorize we'll categorize that segment as like a unicorn that it doesn't happen <laughs> too terribly often, but it's out there. <laughs> it's right. out there. Right. It's somebody for you, deep throat Debbie. You just hold on. Hold <laughs> 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 It's coming. It may be in the form of a 60 year old man or something like that, but it's coming. It's coming. He's going to yeah. save you, girl. Gotcha. Don't save her. Another one of our uh, inbox questions we have um, is based on sexual incompatibility, which we discussed a little bit with the last podcast. She was talking about how people sometimes have a high libido and the partner has a low libido or average, whatever, and how not quite matched up, but usually sometimes they can make it work. Do you feel like the mismatch with libido is something that makes the relationship a no-go? Or is that something that can be worked through? I believe that that's something that can be worked through. The thing is that it has to be, uh, you got to want to work it. You got to really want to make it work. Because sometimes it can, it's not, it, it's not just the, the lack of libido. It can just be the lack of desire. From, then it can be that individual. It's not sex, you know. What I mean, like that person, you can be in front of that person, and you, you know, you limp biscuit. But when she leaves, you know, you turn on Pornhub, and it's on and pop. You, you know, you, you get it in. It's it's kind of that, you know. What I mean, it can be that person's demeanor. It can be that person's uh, sexual desires, what they want to do. You're too scared to tell them. No, I don't like doing that. I don't like the finger there. You know. So you know, so I think it's all about like. Being honest, but being brutally honest is so hard for some. It's just a, a touchy situation. Some folks just suffer through it, you know, humping or you know, women sitting up there getting humped on, guys, you know, humping away and trying to please one another. And then, you know, it's everybody eventually catches on and that's when the problems, you know, arise and go. So I don't I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. I think it's chemistry in the beginning. You know, it's not even about the sexual, like the 
libido. A woman can want it three or four times. If you are into her, you're gonna you're gonna try to go three or four times. Cialis, Viagra, whatever, you're going. Whatever you need, whatever you need to do, if you know, whatever you gotta do, you're going. Okay, so let me ask you all this, kind of going along with that um, theme. So the first thing is a two two part question. So first, do you all feel like the sexual compatibility or chemistry or whatever? Do you feel like we ruin it? in this day and age because we have sex a lot sooner than, you know, like you don't really have a chance to establish like an actual relationship on a personal level or like a deeper level. Cause we kind of sometimes jump into bed really quickly. Um, so do you think that we miss that opportunity to like develop some chemistry or to like develop some type of compatibility? That's the first part. And then the second part is, um, you know, when you think about people who delay having sex, for until marriage or um, for a very, very long time. Yes or no. So Sydney I'm just saying, but when you do me. that, um, what happens if you guys, you're, you like this person, you love this person, like you're like, this is the one, they're great. And then y'all have sex and oh, like horrid. Horrid. <laughs> so how do you, what's the balance? Like how, what do you guys feel in terms of like, now I, I do believe a lot of it is like your own personal energy, like what you bring just as your, you know, just your energy. I do believe that has a big part to do with it, but um, what do y'all think? What do you think? Right. Um, I mean, I agree. I mean, on, on, the, on the, the, uh, the first part, as far as like the whole waiting or waiting to have sex or having sex immediately, I believe that it, I mean, it really isn't going to matter. The performance is going to be good or bad you know, the first night or 90 days later. You know what I mean? Anticipation uh, is probably the only difference. You know what I mean? Your anticipation and your, you know, your real ready and willingness to do it is going to be a little bit different, you know, versus the first day and the, the 90th day. But, I mean, it's, it, if, uh, again, if the chemistry and, uh, you know, you can be hot and heavy, kissing, foreplay would be dope. But, you know, once you get in the stroke on, it, it's not, it, I mean, you can just, it's just not there. Woman's not interacting the way you want her to interact. She's not reacting to your best pound out game. You know what I mean? You think you stroke it. That's the problem. And, yeah. you know, pound. she is like, you know, knitting a sweater. You know what I'm saying? You sitting up there like, you checking up on Then you pumping right. the sweater. I mean, I mean, like, pumping. I mean, like, trying to stand on your toes. And she is like, on Facebook, <laughs> arguing about, you know, what Colin Kaepernick is doing. You know what I mean? She's not paying uh, attention, like, for real. So, you know, it don't really matter. The performance is going to speak for itself, you know, the first day or the 90th day and things like that. So what was the second part? Yeah, I forgot. Like, I mean, as far as like, uh, well, I was just know, speaking uh, about people who choose to wait, you know, until they get married and the relationship part in terms of like the way you get along, the chemistry, you know, how y'all get along could be great. You really love this person, but then you have sex and it's awful. It's completely terrible. Dad, you know, waiting, I mean, waiting to get married. I think that died out with the, the Beach Boys music, you know, and that was like a, that's how that's the 40s and 50s. Nowadays, man, you better go ahead and get it situated now. Test the Figure voice. out if you want to, just the car you want for the rest of your life, you know what I mean? Because, hey, you get up in there and the motor shot, the transmission. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. You're going to be walking. Yes, indeed. No, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. See. So, I mean, what do you uh, think, Tasha? I think that. Chemistry is something that can be felt immediately. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that over time, there's lulls, like ebbs and flows in chemistry. But I think that if you have it, then that is the glue that will sustain a relationship. Um, as far as having sex too quickly, I think that chemistry drives that initially. But then afterwards, you have to be more creative about how to really be in tune to what it is your partner likes and doesn't like. Mm -hmm. In terms of waiting, my honest opinion about that is that only works if they're both virgins. Because if you have any point of reference, I'm serious, if you have any point of reference on the guy side or the woman side, then you're going to be comparing and you can't help it. If you each have a blank slate and you don't have anything to compare to, sure, you're going to be fine waiting but sexual incompatibility to me is a big big deal and I know people who have gotten divorced over you know sexual incompatibility or erectile dysfunction whatever you want to call it and a lot of times people ain't learned that until after they got married I'm not trying to be in that boat at all but tall, but I think that it can be it's something that you would have to be willing to work at but that's another I feel like downfall of our society and the way we function and look at relationships now, nobody is willing to go the distance. People aren't getting into relationships for a long term in the first place. And so they're definitely not willing to invest the time that it takes to really cultivate, you know, the best parts of a person or play up the best parts of your relationship and then work on the ones that are not so great. Okay, so... Here I go with another question. But let's say, you know, you you waited a little bit. Or maybe you didn't. But everything else in the relationship is perfect. Like, it's everything you ever thought it would be. You know, this is a perfect person for you. But the sexual chemistry is lacking. So, what do you do? Do you try to teach this person how to please you sexually? Unless it's an anatomical thing. If it's a small penis, it's not going to work. If you, if you lay there like, wait, is it in? Is it in? Are we doing it? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are we doing it? Wait, hold up. If, if that's the, if that's the problem, that's not going to work. But if everything else is, could you teach this person? Do you do you stick with this person because that is really everything else is perfect and sex is the only thing that you really need to work on, or do you throw the whole relationship in the trash? Now, now, okay. I'm sorry. You talk, can I go? Yeah. I mean, can I go? Oh, well, <laughs> now, 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 no. I'm just saying because. Now, that's one thing that is different about women, men and women, that a woman will work with that type of situation. Like, if a man ain't got no long peen, or if his peen ain't up to par, they'll try to, you know, figure out, okay, what are you good at? You know, what are, what are the skills do you have? You know what I mean? You know, are you kind of yeah, in this game up no. to par? Let's see what that is. Let's that's see the game. All right, we may be able to work with what that. that. You know what I mean? But a woman... But a woman will, uh, you know, damn near sacrifice her, you know, her her, her, her her penile orgasm, you know what I mean, to, you know, make the relationship work. Like, she, like I've talked to a lot of women that said that I have never had an orgasm from a man's penis. Uh-huh. So, That's true. yet they stay married to the person, or they're still married to the person, three kids in, because he's loving, he's sweet, he's got money. He's good with the kids, you know, all kind of other reasons. So a woman will sacrifice their peen organ orgasm. You know what I mean? They will, they will, they'll figure out. Whereas a man, it's just we can't, it's very hard to fake it. Mm. It really is. If that if that box ain't popping, if this if that if it's not, if we can't go, it's just man, it's really hard. 
It's really hard no, it's to take it. It's only so much. <laughs> it's only so much licking that you can do. It really, really is. And, and, and honestly, you're going to get tired of it, too. If every night, you know what I'm saying, I'm down there just munching away, you like, dog, come on, for real? Like, seriously, this, 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 let's figure something out, because... You are just licking me like a stamp every night, and I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> I it, but we gonna have to straight up. This is nah. So you know, uh, uh, I mean, women, like, said, women, don't, women don't put up with it. <laughs> they will. They'll put up with it longer, right? And uh, no, but men, nah. We're not. We're not going. We're like this ain't going. This ain't working out. You know. So again, you know, women, you guys are. You guys are you guys are the bomb. You guys put up a lot of shit. Well, I'm gonna just let it out right now. It's a no for me. If everything else is great and you ain't what it's supposed to be in the bedroom, peace bye. out, two fingers. Peace. Love you. Bye bye. I definitely think that way too. I think that sex has to be really, really, really low on your must-have list. Before you will be like, okay, well, I'll just deal with this for the rest of my life. Because the rest of my life is a long time <laughs> to not be pleased sexually. Uh-huh. And I can't, I and can't I commit to that. I have a lot of orgasms. Yeah, I, I can't commit <laughs> to that. I think you're finding somebody who's either on the other side of the hill, over the hill, or somebody who's had a lot of kids. And they're like, okay, this isn't a priority for me. I mean, for, oh, from shit. the woman's standpoint. I got a lot of kids. And it's still <laughs> you do not. Stop. <laughs> and it's still a priority you are, for me. <laughs> you are not the woman that I had in mind. Shit. But I'm saying, you know, there are women, of course, who will put that real low on yeah. their, you know, must-haves list. I'm not one of those women. Good mm-hmm. sex is in my top three. Easy. What? Easy. If not people top two. Feel like people don't keep real on how important it really is to them. That's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I, most people, eight out of ten people, would rather get rolled or get piped down over a stiff drink or anything like that after a hard day's work or a long day's work or anything or, you know, something that just jotted your whole day, just tore it up. You take sex over any stimulant, any other thing, any other vice. Anything. I want both. You will. <laughs> so, you will. Yeah. Both. Right. Come right on, I want to I mean, straight up. You'd rather, you know, you have, you'd better have that any day of the week, most people. So, a lot of people just don't want to tell the truth and keep it real, you know. But, uh, That's true. That's yeah, true. sex is very important. I mean, straight up. Okay. You, you know? have any insight, Tiff? Any thoughts about that? Mm, um, not too much more than what has been said. Like, communication is like the biggest. I think the biggest barrier, like Rory and everyone else was saying, a lot of people, like even in the um, conversation before when you guys were talking about how people jump into bed so quickly, I think the biggest thing with that is like you haven't even established a relationship to be able to uh, discuss with that person what you do like and what you don't like. Like you guys just met and it's like, eh, I don't care about this. I can go meet somebody else. And so... I have a question, though, so, yeah. about that. What do you think? Because this is, like, common knowledge that John Legend and Chrissy oh, Teigen, mm-hmm. they got busy the first day they met. Do y'all like her cookbook? Sorry. I haven't. I, I didn't okay. even know she had Not a good it was on Didn't know she could cook. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> random. <laughs> Sorry. But, like, they talked about this. So, I'm thinking, like, in the world of internet dating, mm-hmm. app dating, and stuff like that, a lot of people do establish some sort of 
relationship, um, communication or whatever before they meet. And then they do meet and boom. Like, I think with them, an important thing is, like, I feel like Chrissy Teigen is, like, one of those people that will say whatever is on her mind right that second. So mm-hmm. I I think wow. that was probably something that was happening from the beginning. So it would be no different than somebody you had been in a relationship with a long time. I think some people are just more, like, yeah, I've been texting this person a little bit. We had sex. It wasn't that great. Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it just depends on the how much you guys got to know each other and if you care to even let it flourish or if it was that trash you like okay you like never mind no nope. <laughs> I mean I mean we all know sex gets better over time you know sex gets better over time as you're with a person even if the sex is good you know it's gonna get better because you get to know each other mm-hmm. um but I was you know if it's trash though I don't know <laughs> if it's trash I'm out I'm sorry. I mean, like, that is a huge turnoff for me. Whether we have had this long relationship or we've talked a lot and you got this build up and then you finally meet a person and then it's whack as hell. I'm like, you know, well, it's been really good knowing you. That part. <laughs> that part. That is so funny. That part. But it's true. But it, it's true with, with the whole, with the saying that you guys already know if you're going to mm-hmm. have sex with a guy true. before you even, That's you know, it's, it's definitely the woman. Like, if I yeah. want to have sex, we're going to have sex. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's always up to you. It, what do you, I mean, that, that's okay. I mean, seriously, let's talk about it. You guys are in control. That's one thing. That's a double standard. You guys are always in control. You, I mean, guys can be, you got to be a movie star or really like, I mean, one of these dudes that's just like been just been oozing with chismo or, you know, for all his life, he's a baby, you know, uh, to really have the type of uh, uh, sexual uh, invitations that the average woman has every day. You gotta get up for peeing four or five times a day. I guarantee you, you're gonna go to Target today and get straight off for peeing. So, I mean, I mean, you don't even know it. I mean, it happens all day. You guys are always off for sex. So, yeah, you guys are always looking at a guy and like, hmm, yeah, I sit on it. You know what I mean? Whereas a guy, every 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 chick, you know what I mean? We're like, yeah, I, yeah, she yeah, so so we get it. Get it. Every. Every one of them, you know what I mean? We're like hound dogs. Every one of them. So let's talk a little bit more about that. So, you know, that's actually one of the questions that we had for you is about what is it about men that makes you all want to just have sex with every woman on the planet? Like, what is it about men that makes, you know, because women, like you said, we are very much more selective unless we just out here sucking slow Samantha. (laughs) But for the most part, women, you know, we're really selective about who we choose to give ourselves to. But, man, you guys want to just plant your seeds all across the whole entire universe. And it's acceptable. And it, Yeah, so what is, it about, what is it about you all that makes you like that? Absolutely. Well, because men are born conquerors. We're born with that, that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Everything we see, we must own. We must take. We must have for ourselves. You know what I mean? We are possessive. We are com- com- competitive. You know what I mean? That's why sports is so popular. Football. If women made sports up basketball, football, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, that's what we're stemming. We're competitive. We're, we are egotistical. We want to have every woman. We want to have, not just everyone, we want to have everything and anything that we are desires and we do anything to get it, especially women. 
You know what I mean? So you guys are the most precious things on this planet, you know, next to, you know, air and water. You know what I mean? You guys are the end-all, be-all. So what better to covet than, you know, collect, you know what I'm saying, so to speak, than, you know, women, beautiful women. And when that, did you know it I happen mean? that so, women was a man's possession is my to, thing? To yeah, like, what? yeah. When did it that was, happen? It was written in the Bible. No, just, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, the only time a man has cracked open the Bible, like, see right here, girl, in, in Dickalations 4 and 5. Dickalations? <laughs> I was in the car, nigga, you mad my business, guys. You need a play thing, and out came you. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, All right. I'm kidding. I love my mama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, but no, I mean, it's just, you know, that's just been the, that's, like I say, again, another double standard. That's just been how things have always been looked at. You know what I'm saying? Men are more, we're more physical. You know what I'm saying? We're more, we deal with more physical, uh, you know, versus women emotionally and things like that. So, how do you all prepare your daughters for hmm. for the men in this world? Part. Mm-hmm. See, that's where the that's where the hypocrisy comes mm-hmm. in because when we're young, even like when we have even when we have a daughter, a daughter, a son, or a daughter, it is there is huge double standards, and a lot of men are you know are guilty of that. I don't have any children, but I am guilty of feeling a little bit, you know, you know, a little, a little certain type of way when my niece. Uh, talks about, you know, uh, oh, this cute boy or anything like that. Like, cute boy, what's his name? You know, we go driving the street looking for a little 10-year-old <laughs> kid. Like, you know, getting banging. Whipping up and to the playground. Like, what up, son? <laughs> on two wheels. Oh, no. You, you, I scotch the gosh. Come here. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, you know, so, you know, but versus my nephew, he calling me, telling me, yo, uncle, you know, I got this one girl, she liked me, but this other girl, she liked me too. And then this other girl across the street, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, there, you know, you take like, take like, mm-hmm. you know, we sit there and give them dap, you know, we, so it, it is double standard, it is, and I really don't even have an honest answer to bend this my way, I can't even huckabee this one, you know what I'm saying, I can't even spin it my own to make it sound right, it is a double standard, it really is, but that's just, you know, how, how we view women. You guys are just more precious than we are. I mean, you know, we just, we don't, you know, we just don't want to see you guys, uh, you know, end up becoming what we so often, you know, fantasized about or, you know, want <laughs> at a young age. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is <laughs> you don't want so... your daughters, you don't want the, your daughters and your nieces to become to be the women that you smash. Exactly. No, no, man. No, man. I don't want. I, I'm so sad. Making me, making me feel bad now. Please. No. <laughs> it's no. a harsh reality. It is, and it, and it, uh, you know, association is assimilation. If you show your daughter as a man, if you show your daughter uh, love and affection, you know, especially towards her mother and her other uh, female uh, relatives and, and friends and family and things like that, it'll 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 shine on her, and mm-hmm. she'll see that this is how a man is supposed to be and supposed to act because a lot of women that are out here that are out in the streets locked and doing all these kind of things nine times out of ten they got daddy issues mm-hmm. you know they're looking for a father figure they're looking for somebody to treat them like their daddy she would have or should have treated them mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you know and then play on that again we're conquerors we will figure out your weakness oh okay she got daddy issues yeah i love you girl y'all yeah, be your daddy your brother your sister mother you know what i'm saying do all that 
like George Michael. That's all I want to, you know, we're saying to you. We're saying to It is. It's a double standard, but hey, it is what it is. This is what it is. Okay. <laughs> it's know? not, though. That's the thing. We do have the power to change that narrative and to change that double standard. And just like you said, by modeling for a man in a household how he would like his daughter to be treated by treating her mother a certain way, he has the opportunity to teach his son the exact same mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times men don't. They forego that part of it and they're like... You know, hey, you, you said you're talking to who? And who? And who else you got? Oh, you ain't got nobody else? Oh, you need to Take work them on them all down. Right, right. <laughs> so your royal oats. With him doing that, even, okay, say you say you try to raise your son up in the same values you raise your daughter up. But, you know, she's a woman, right? You know, don't have don't be out here pimping women or, or trying to have every girl in the world, you know, open the door. He, he do all those things, and he still ends up, you know what I'm saying, being a mag daddy or whatever, you know. Most men will be like, well, that's my son. You know, he's got his daddy's gene. You know, he'll, he'll still rub it off in certain ways uh, compared to when, uh, you know, uh, your young, your woman, your little daughter, you know, you've been instilling all these, you know, values and telling her to do this and do that. And she go out and she mess up, man. You coming down on her with the wrath of God. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. you just have a different feeling about, you know, your daughter versus your son. If you're a man, you know what I mean? Women, you guys are more neutral about it. You feel the same way you feel about your daughter as your son, you know, because you guys deal with more emotional, you know, be- basis. That's mm-hmm. just, okay. you know, we're conquerors. Right. We're with that. We're with the shit. So, so speaking of that, speaking of that, um, and how the double standard of men and women, um, let's talk about, like, as we move into, like, you're talking to a guy, you know, you're an adult, of course, you're talking to a guy. What's up with the whole relationship thing? Like, I feel like men right now um, just really just want to go with the flow. I'm doing air quotes here. They want to just go with the flow. They don't want to make any types of commitments. They don't want to tell you, like, look, I want to make you mine. Like, we, you know, can we go steady? <laughs> and so then that leaves women in a place where we just like, well, shit, like, I'm fucking with this dude. Like, what's going on? And like, women. What are we? What are we? We're hesitant to ask. Because we don't want you to feel like now we pressuring you into something or you don't, you know, we don't want to run you away. But it is important to establish what are we. So what's up with that? How do, what's, what do you, what's your take on that? Now, oh, now, I'm, with that being said, women, y'all lie about that. Just uh, y'all lie about that just as much as men lie about that. We're talking Man, about you though. <laughs> We're talking about you though. I'm saying, oh, well, you're talking about me. No, I'm saying like, okay. Again, it goes back to what I said about being a conqueror. I mean, we're trying to stick and move most of the time, you know what I'm saying, just to keep it, you know, casual. We just don't want the commitment of having to be monogamous. You know what I'm saying? We just don't. We don't want to have one woman most of the time. We just don't until it's right, until it feels natural, you know, for us to, you know, say, you know what, this is the one for me. I'm ready. And then still, mothers still go out and, you know what I'm saying, get their pipe on. Hashtag Kevin Hart. No. Hashtag Kevin Hart. Okay. I'm saying, I'm for real. You know, God be sitting up on TV, you know what I'm saying? Oh, be at the wedding, okay. talking about, man, I love her. You know what I'm saying? My mouth be God did. And next thing you know, you know what I'm saying? They, shit, hey, it is what it is. You catch them out, you know what I'm saying, at the fair. All out in the open. Snapchat. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, women, you guys, you guys do the same thing. A girl will say, listen, I'm just going to keep it real. I just want this. I just want that. I just want the sex. I just want the pipe. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no commitments, no nothing. Dude be like, oh, all righty then. <laughs> <laughs> you 
loving that. That is like music to his ears. So bam, sessions after session, y'all good. Months go by, six months go by, even a year go by. We y'all just having sex. What happens? What's y'all favorite thing to say or do? Roll over and be like, what are we? Ain't this a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> it was all good just a week ago. <laughs> kicking it now there's no pre you know conditions about what y'all are or y'all not you guys are dating you're talking things are progressing you're spending lots of time together y'all are having sex but there's no communication about are we together are we just kicking it you know whatever the guy has not said he had six baby mamas and live with his girlfriend none of that he's kind of showing you that he's trying to be committed to you but he hasn't come out of his mouth and said Let's be together. I want to see what we can become. He's not said that to you. So how do women, how do we then navigate that situation? Because it's important to women. I think most women can agree that it's important for us to know what the heck is going on and what the hell we're doing. You know, that's why you shouldn't. That's why you should not make any assumptions. Be Mm. as straightforward as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, if you, if you don't want that type of situation to arise, be straightforward. Keep it real with a guy. I mean, look, I'm not looking for no jump off. I'm not looking for no one-night stand. I want something serious. I mean, I want to get married eventually. I want to have children. You know, these are the things that I am seeking in my life. So wherever you're at in yours, if you are on the same page, then we can definitely try and, you know, see where this goes. But if not... Then, you know, you're nice looking. It was good. Nice, you know, having lunch with you. But, you know, that's about it. Here is you know, where the problems are. There's, the, there's the caveat. With that, I feel like I'm the caveat, please. Right. No, thanks for the Chipotle. But uh, <laughs> this is it. So, you know. But, but women don't do that. Women don't do that. They look at attraction as well. They look at the possibility. Like, I can change him. Or maybe it's something about him that, you know, I can you know, rearrange in his situation to make him come jump mm-hmm. on team such and such. You know, women do it too. You guys are, so, you know, you got to just tell the truth. I mean, men aren't going to do it very much there very often because, again, we're, hey, we can keep piping as long as we can with no commitment. That's Man, true. we are going. That's real. We are. Okay, we are so deep, wait. Deep. Wait so. a minute. Hold up. Let me ask you a question because here is where I found the issue to be. And you're right. Like a lot of times women do make assumptions about a situation and a guy can say, hey, I'm not interested in a long term relationship or, you know, I'm not the guy that you're looking for. But they 
end up falling into all of those categories. They do. They don't want a relationship, but they do a whole lot of relationship type yes. things. Yes. And so hold up. And so women <laughs> then will interpret that differently. Like, okay, maybe, maybe he's changed. changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he's mm-hmm. changed his mind, this and that. And men can totally perceive that a woman has gotten really close and pictured him being in her life permanently and did the last name switch in their minds and all of that. But men refuse a lot of the times to say, you know what, I can see that this is going in a direction that I don't want. And I know I've said that explicitly, but I can tell that this girl is in love with me or whatever. And they will not walk away from the relationship Mm -hmm. knowing that a woman won't either. And so that's where I'm like, why won't you, why won't men just say, you know what, I know you won't walk away, so I'm going to do us both a favor and just cut myself out of this equation. I know that I stated this previously, and, you know, we found ourselves in a situationship kind of thing mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we have to make a decision. Men will never, I feel like, or very rarely, just walk away. Why is that? Until you plug up the, the, the until you plug up the hole where the free milk or the free wine or the free whatever mm-hmm. is coming out of mm-hmm. I'm going to keep drinking until I can't drink no more yeah. you know what I mean you're going to keep doing your thing again like I say men's minds most, a lot of men's minds are driven for you know they're driven towards the sexual part of it you know they're not aware that oh my god this woman is catching feelings they may they may have an inclination that hmm uh, no, she's calling me Bay a lot more and honey and you know she's asking me how's my day. She's making me lunch and shit. Hmm, is she falling for me? Nah, she just loves to eat. You know, so you know, a guy will play a guy will lie to himself. A guy will lie to himself just to keep his mind focused on keep getting that ass. You know what I mean? Just keep focused, Rory. She don't love you. Yeah, she bought you a car. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, yeah, she's right. The see, see, Robin's all over papers. That don't mean nothing, baby. Keep stroking. Don't don't stop till you get enough. Oh, so men will lie to ourselves, you know, to keep on having sex. I'm Again, women do it too. Women keep lying to themselves just to feel the fantasy of this man is falling in love with me. You will do it too. You guys will keep letting this man stroke you up. Because you feel like he is getting closer and closer to saying, babe, you know what? <laughs> I want you to be the one. I love you. So you don't play you yourself, You ain't never too. lied. Don't you ain't again. never lied. We don't, look, we, don't look at it, we don't look at it as we're playing ourselves. We don't. You know what I'm saying? We're playing with fire. We don't look like we're playing with ourselves. We definitely playing with some fire. You Daenerys. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, just judge me for real. Jakars. You know what I'm saying? Shit's <laughs> straight up. You know, it could be, I mean, you one, you one stroke away from Jakar, you know what I'm saying? So, but we'll take that risk. We'll stand in the flame. Whereas, you know, women, you guys see it all day and day. Hey, how'd you say, babe? It was like, right, I'll holler at you later. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well, he's just dizzy. You know, you just brush off. Mm-hmm. His, That's his, fair. Uh, That's what you consider, you know, you, you brush it off like, oh, he's just dizzy or he's, that's just the way he is. No, he is not putting you in that category at all. Is keeping you on the shelf, and he's pulling you out when he can get what he wants out of you. And then, yeah. then you after you've been, then after you finally been, you know, it's been revealed to you. And so most of the time, you got to find out on your own. You got to uncover it. Yeah. You all shook, hurt, you broken hearted, you ready to kill. Well, you seen the signs just like we did. You, you know what I mean? <clears throat> then lie. It's just that 
You know, we just ready. We ready. We, we you know, we willing. We ready to take that burn. Okay. It is what it is. All right. So let's talk a little bit about um, your biggest turn ons and biggest turn offs for men. So, like, what are the biggest turn ons? You speak for all men right now. You're speaking for mankind. mankind. This is a large responsibility. All the men. Be careful. All All the men. That sounds bad. (laughs) So, uh, turn ons and turn offs for men. I believe uh, eyes. They're rocking. (laughs) Yeah, real uncomfortable. uh, No, right? Uh, I believe eyes. I think all men can agree that eyes are probably one of our first first things that we notice about a woman that really draws us into her. You know, I mean, before we get to the, you know, the the uh, the assets and everything like that. Once we, you know, we look in your eyes. He was already like. We are. Focus on the you know I mean, you know, I'm saying, illustrate. You know, I like, get, you know, like I'm using a lot of hand gestures, but. <laughs> Yeah, I believe eyes are the first thing. And then um, we do the same. We, we feel like women, like teeth. I know you guys look at teeth. We look at women's teeth as well. Because it's one thing for a man to have a jacked up mouth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's just, that's he a thug. That's cute. But a woman, that's a jacked up mouth. Yeah. So she can't be a thug? The woman right. can't be yeah. a thug? Gangsta boo? Gangsta right. boogie with my gangsta boo. I'm a gangsta bitch. Oh, yeah. If a woman had the same mouth as Nas, she is not getting the same sexual appeal. <laughs> You know the the, the the obvious things. You know the the, the ass, the the boob, the boobs, tits. Is there anything boobs. not physical that is a turn on for men? No, 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 no. You going from the head to the toe? Look how you think. He like, well, shit. Now I, I mean, I'm just talking about non-physical. We talking about like non-physical. We talking about. I would say uh, a lot of men like a woman that uh, knows what she wants. I love that. You know what I mean? That's probably the biggest problem with a lot of girls. They don't realize. They don't. A lot of guys want a woman that knows she wants. And that could be the smallest thing to what do you want to eat or Ooh, where do you see us going fair. in life? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You, know, like, you have no idea how how sexy that is for a woman to just, hey, what you want to eat? Uh, Jamaican beef like, patties? Uh, you're looking at her like, bang? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean... And I'm over here hungry that's, as fuck, in tears, and don't know what I want to eat. I'm crying. Yeah, I, mean, like, I don't know. I don't you know. pick. Like, Man, the struggle you know, is so uh, real. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if um, I don't know if a lot of men, but I think I speak for the majority of men. We like sass. We like a little sass. We like ignorance. We <laughs> <laughs> like ignorance. Like you know, like ignorance. Like we like you know. Somebody that has a very strong opinion at times, you know what I mean, that has a little bit of sarcasm towards their, you know, when they speak, you know, the, especially when they, they talk in knowledge, you know, they, they spit facts to you, you know what I'm saying? I think, uh, you know, they love, they, uh, men love a woman that uh, has, you know, a lot of uh, interesting points, a lot of, you know, uh, it has an interesting conversation about itself, has an opinion, can have a good dialogue back and forth. Men want to, women want to be taught and want to be taught that. Men want to be taught as well. We want to, you know, it's always, you know, uh, you know, great to, you know, have a, you know, good back and forth with somebody who's, you know, speaking about some intelligent things. So, okay. uh, yeah, sass, you know, intelligent. Um, I don't know. I mean, shoot. Funny, of course. I mean, you don't want to be silly. 
I don't want nobody as silly as me. I really don't. You know, I thought I did, and I dated somebody that would come in the house like, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't. What was that thing? ass down the street. I mean, straight up. Crusty? I'm just coming out like Crusty the Clown. I mean, that's that's the that's turn off, you know what I mean? I'm saying the finest one coming in the house acting like, you know. Ready to tickle you? Yeah, I mean, fine as hell coming there. Like, what's up? Like, if you don't sit your yeah, there's a difference between funny and goofy, you know what I mean? You know, like, I got enough of it, you know what I mean? So that's a turn off. What else is a turn off? Oh, my God. Like I said, ignorance. Ignorance is a, is a turn off. You know, when I was when I, when I mentioned somebody, you know, you were like somebody with a little sass, a sarcasm. Ignorance is a turn off. You, you know, mean like ratchet? So you don't want to buy life. <laughs> about how they need to be romanced too and they get tired of always you know romancing the woman and catering to her what kind of things can women do what tips do you have for us about how we can romance our partners um what hmm. kind of things do men like i mean i may be biased on that because i feel like i'm 
I feel like all men should have an old-fashionedness to them. You know what I mean? Like, I've, you know, opened the doors, flowers and candy, uh, you know. I've always been the type of guy, like, you know, around holidays and birthdays and stuff. Like, buying me gifts is unnecessary. And it's not being, I'm not trying to be all, you know, like, all proud or anything like that. But it's not. You know what I mean? I look at my, you know, I look at my significant other as my better half and my stability when I need her the most. You know what I mean? So spending money on trinkets and things like that for me isn't really necessary. You know, Christmas time, you know, I don't really see that. You know what I'm saying? That's just, like I said, that's not me. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that think like that, a lot old-fashioned. They just, they, they want their woman to understand that they're there for them. You know, that's my job to take care of you. Your job is to, you know, to, uh, you know, honor me and things like that and, uh, you know, build me up, you know, you know, make, you know, make me feel like a man, you know what I'm saying, as I make you feel like a woman, you know, and, and I shower you with all these gifts and, you know, and, 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 and love and uh, affection, you know, it goes both ways. I mean, a man crying about romance is... I don't know. That's kind of weird. I mean, like, you don't take me out no more. What? Shut it down. You don't take me out no more. The last time we went out. The last time we were dancing. <laughs> if you don't sit your <laughs> big hump about the ass up. You, you ain't, I mean, when the last time we went stepping? Stop doing shit outside my house. It sounds stupid. Step outside my house. <laughs> I would be I'd be very hard pressed to find a guy that is like that. Now, we want to be romance too. No, we want to be pleased. We want to be pleased. That's it. And you already know most men the way we get pleased. You know what I'm saying? You knock us down after a long day. We good. You know what I'm saying? We'll take that over. We'll take sex or you know what I'm saying a little bit of top over. Uh, uh, grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup. You know what I'm saying? We'll tomato that. soup? The all-American meal? That's it. <laughs> we'll take something that top over that any day. Panera okay. bread, grilled cheese, and tomato bowl? Shit. <laughs> a tomato bowl, a bread bowl, or some head? Hmm. Which one do I want? You know, you know, you know, we're easy. Okay, you know so, so speaking about getting, getting some top, Okay, so last shift, Lara told us that her boyfriend wanted everybody to know that when women or men, whoever's giving some chop, um, when you do that, not to forget the balls. And so we want to know. Oh, God, look at your face. <laughs> and you know what that is? You know what that is? Very true. And you know what? And, it's, and I think it, and it's true for it's true for me in a different way than I think for other men. Like some men is stimulating. But for me. It's a, it's a dominance type thing. I don't know. It's weird. Like if you look at my balls, that means that you will probably do a lot more for me. It's like you are you willing to go the distance? If you look at my balls, you, know, <laughs> you are willing to let me put it in your ear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look at some ball sacks. It's just like I don't know. That's like another level of freakiness. Like so. That's I'm, what we're. That's what you. That's what men like is for them the balls to be licked. What are you supposed to do with them? Suck them? Grab them? Lick them? What? Yes, you, you just asked your own question. <laughs> He's like, exactly. All of, <laughs> all of the above. You're doing great, Robin. Yes, all of the above. Brian, <laughs> boo. <laughs> if you can do it all at the same time, that would you be don't very impressive. You can mix up and all that at the same time, that is impressive. And there, there are women that can do that. There are women that can get all of them in at the same time. Deep throat, Debbie. She got it down. But y'all know me. Put y'all on wiper. You will get a pair of Yeezys after this session. You will get a pair of Yeezys? You're right. You are getting 
endless shrimp. It's going down. We're going to Red Lobster. Not oh. endless shrimp. Hey, that was Beyonce said. Red Lobster, you know. That's her taking him though. We going to we going to Papa Do's or whatever y'all. Want. <laughs> whatever you want, baby. Whatever you want, Charlie. <laughs> we are going. So you know, I, I mean, mean, yeah. But for some guys, I mean, it ain't it ain't stimulating. You know, it ain't stimulating. In fact, it's kind of like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm straight. You ain't gotta you know worry about that. So, but for the most part, yeah, it's like I said, it's a dominant thing. It's a domineering thing. It's kind of we like, yeah, yeah, put them balls in your mouth. Yeah, I'm both up. Oh. Then we just go from there and see how <laughs> see how far we can go. Just see how far we can go. We'll just keep going. We'll we'll start sticking stuff in, in places until you say, ah, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, no, no pineapples, no. Come word. I'm just saying whatever the safe word is. Like okay. no, it's not, no, we're not doing this. So I'll tell you one thing that I'll tell you one thing that is that is uh, taboo, and I'll be I, I don't I mean if you a guy likes it. Uh, I'm, I'm in question, but licking getting your ass licked, yo, that is a no, a big no, a huge thumbs down. Like Randy, Randy Jackson, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> no for me. Okay, no. so let's talk. Let's explore that a little bit more. That's actually exactly where I was going. Yeah. One of our other questions. <laughs> Why are you licking? You are a woman. You are you are a flower. Why are you licking ass? But I got your balls in my cheeks. But I'm a flower. I wasn't a flower five seconds ago. That's part of my pipe. I mean, that's like the. It's so close to the ass, though. It's probably got ass on it. It's definitely ass juice on it. That's the thing. It's it's not. It's two different organs. The balls have ass juice on them. (laughs) (laughs) So you. If you're licking it while she and dog is down them, yeah, you're getting some, you know, you may have some ass juice. But why are you secreting juice from your ass? <laughs> I mean, like, oh that, my that's a problem. If you're no. secreting juice from your ass, no. We're talking about you again. Y'all's balls be hanging and swinging all in these and you places. you got booty sweat. Don't end up in your crack. sweat back there. Man, you deal with balls hanging that long down the ass. We have balls hanging low. Yes. <laughs> How old okay. are you, man? Are you, are you, are you sleeping with Mr. Drummond? <laughs> I hate you. Hey, hey, bring your, bring your dating age range down a little bit. You put, you know, Ooh, like you with a ball hanging down like that. I, I think your setting may be 30, between 30 and 99. When a man <laughs> is on his back, those nuts ain't his butt crack now. Stop it. They connect. Oh no, no! Most of the time, if you're giving a man head, his balls ain't finna tighten up. Yes. He ain't going to hang. It ain't finna no hang. We're not talking about in that it. moment. We're talking about prior to. She said it's got some booty juice on it. <laughs> it does. Like, listen, we know. We know. Your butt should be dry. <laughs> And powdered on all that stuff. I mean, it should be nothing going on up there. Nothing. So after a hard day at work, you want to be laid down and give it some top, and you're gonna be powdered down. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no. No. You're not fresh no more. You ain't fresh. 
not be leaking. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we not, we're not talking about not leakage leaking. from the butt. We're talking about there's everything is so close Oil, together. Sweat. Inevitably, the balls have touched the cheeks at some <laughs> point throughout the day. Stop yeah. with the madness. How are they touching when a man is aroused? When he's aroused, his ball sack is tight and it's not, it's not getting down. It's not hanging down there anymore. It's We're not- nurses. We understand the anatomy. You're not aroused We're all day We're saying long. if you walk in, your nuts have touched your butt cheeks at some point throughout the day. If you're working nine to five and you come in and you want some top, it's got some booty juice on it. Quit playing with us. We thought you were going to be honest today. Hey, listen. He don't want to admit to the booty exactly. juice. He don't, don't want to admit to the booty juice. If you're into booty juice, your man is down for the booty juice. Hey, don't fool. You keep I'm trying to spin that. this. Ain't nobody saying. I'm saying, a man, a man licking your ass is one thing, but a woman licking a guy's ass is another. That's all I'm saying. I mean, like, if a man want to do it to you, that's yeah, cool. But a man, a woman doing it to a man. It's just, it's so emasculating because for the most part. Yeah, why you know, is it emasculating when y'all have a G spot? You got your little G spot back there. Because the positions you have to be in <laughs> are, are to me. You got to be on your back with your legs, <laughs> You know, you, you outweigh your woman by 20 pounds, you know, two, you two three feet high and taller than her. And she's putting your, she's pushing your legs back by your, by your ears. And she got her tongue dead up in your anus. Yo, you, no, you're done in the street. <laughs> Don't nobody know. No one knows oh, what's happening no. in the bedroom. Why are you feeling emasculated <laughs> by an intimate act? <laughs> no, no, like, no. Never leave her. Everybody will know. Do not leave her. <laughs> I had that. I had his ass. Now you with his legs up. Now you got to sit there with the I eat ass face. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a man, or, 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 or what's even worse is a man is in doggy style and a woman got her face <laughs> very a man has, listen to what I'm saying listen to how it sounds man is in doggy style and got uh, she got her face <laughs> in a man's ass and you pull away and his lipstick all up in his face <laughs> you know what that's see he it's like being a Stephen King novel it sounds horrible <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Horrible. The aesthetics were not right oh, for that one, definitely. My no. stomach. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, what about what's the what's the fear about? Okay, so even beyond that, like, what's the fear about if your woman wants to tickle your little G spot? You know, touch your prostate to help you to have a better <laughs> orgasm. What's the fear? Uh, be, uh because it is a no enter zone. That is not. We are. Listen, you're heterosexual. I have nothing against you know, homosexuals. If that's what you want to do. Do your thing. I'm not tripping. But if you're a heterosexual male, your ass is off limits in every possible way. You feel a certain way when you wipe your ass and your finger accidentally goes in there. <laughs> 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 you're like, ooh, and you start, you got to go watch Rambo or something. You get your manhood back up to the level it was before you actually stick your finger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Stop. I mean, we 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 feel a way, we feel a certain way in privacy when we act and do shit like that. When you're a woman, you know what I'm saying? That's what she wants to do. Like, ooh, you know, she sucking it there and she start easing back there and try to insert a finger. Why? It's almost like y'all testing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what it is. I knew you was gay. 
you trying to speak, uh, speak grind on it. If he grind on it, yeah, you need to go ahead and cancel that. Who invited this guy? This was supposed to be a professional <laughs> type show. Who was grinding on a finger? Please. Oh. Did he start percolating? <laughs> If you get that, if you get close to it, oh my and, God. You, and you get a finger in there and you push back, <laughs> yeah, it's on. <laughs> I can't. It, it's just not that into you. Oh my God. But why though? If it's you're with your partner, you're with your woman, you guys have explored all types of things. What is the fear? Women have small, delicate hands. We're flowers. I am. If you stick your hand, your finger, in your man's butt, and he grind on it, <laughs> it's over. It's over. You are not in sight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, he done flipped to the other side. Girl, it's over. Damn. You're done. Your man is, your man so, is gone. He's, 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 he's not thinking about you while that's going on. <laughs> he is. His mind is on some other shit. Oh, dang. All right. Then why do men want women to lend their buttholes? Every rectum is the same. And you see it. Because you guys have... You're females. So what? I mean, your body parts are meant to be inserted. I mean, I know... You said it's an exit. You said it's an exit. We're the penetrators. You are the penetratees. You are, you know, so you're, you're... you know, we already figured, like, all right, we stabbing, stabbing. Stabbing? See, you know, we're here. See, you know what I'm saying? That's the first problem. Stabbing? Stabbing, pounding. All of these pounding, words. You know what I'm saying? Piping, stroking. <sighs> whatever. I mean, you guys are the ones that, you know, are getting, stabbing, you know, stabbing. penetration. So, <laughs> I'm saying. That's why we figure, like, let me stick it in your ear. Go on here, babe. And I'm sticking it in your mouth. Go on here, babe. Stick it in your ass. Mm, oh, no. You know, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. We and we just, we're just trying to see how many holes we can stick it in. Wow. Okay. Wow is right. We're going to go. We're going to go as far as you let us go. It's the same way with women. If, you know, we, we guys are going to go as far as we let you. We, if you get your finger up in there, then more power to you. But if he grind, it's over. That's a nurse's note. That's a nurse's note right there. An engineer's note. If you throw it back, it's over. Damn. (laughs) Baby, throw it back. (laughs) If you look back back at it. Oh, hell. (laughs) Or look down since you claim this man that got his legs in the air. Oh, my goodness. Okay. If he on his back and he holding his legs up, yeah, he's going. Well, that is all we have for our questions for this shift. Does anybody have any final thoughts? Any last? <laughs> I think <laughs> we've opened up so much. <laughs> so much. I would like to discuss some things as well involving <laughs> women's misconception of what a threesome is. What do you guys consider a threesome? Uh, here you go. I want to talk about that. Because that has been a topic <laughs> that has been totally just torn up and just been misconstrued and made to fit whatever narrative it is. What is your guys, uh, I mean, what are you, what's your definition of a threesome? Three people, Three people in people the bed. Yeah. See, that is so untrue. That is not 
how a threesome goes. I know that it's accurate as far as number one, two, three. Three people in the I mean, this is simple. Correct. Yeah, simple math. Addition. See, women think, I don't know why you guys think like, okay. It's right there in the name is why we think that. Yeah, but it's not the same. You cannot have two pool sticks on the table at the same time <laughs> considered a fair game. It's not. Oh it's not God. going down. Right, right, because it doesn't benefit you? Right. Number, it, it is all, it's man, to, a man and two women, threesome. No. A Three woman <laughs> and two men, choo-choo. No. <laughs> it's also. It's, it's a tra- you are lying to yourself. <laughs> You are lying to yourself. It is see? all But see, tra- hold up. Let's it's rewind back to the beginning of the show when, when we, we talked about the you. double standards. But wait, when we talked about the double standards and how it is your responsibility in this patriarchal society to tear down those sorts of stereotypes and things and you said, love conquers all. Meanwhile, you still calling a woman a hoe if she's in a bed with two men. Suddenly the man is the dominant one. These two men then have power over this woman. Come on now. Yes, they do. They still have power Stop. over this one woman because we are we are running her. We are running you. Yes, we can we can we control the power. But one what man, if that's two her women, thing? We have the power. What if that's we're her ready. thing? What if she getting off by that? What if she set it up? She is lying to herself. You, you know are a caboose see. right now. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Okay. What else do you have? To say? <laughs> I'm saying, like, let's clear it up. It is not two men. It is. Two That's your opinion. Men. Three people Menage in the room is called a threesome. It's Just correct. because whatever it's your narrative it doesn't make it fact. Whatever three people. Issa Rae co-signed it, all right? Darby co-signed it, so that is what it is. It when? could be two trans and a straight. Uh, it's a exactly. Hit the 4 d challenge. Go listen to the 4 d challenge. Listen to the 4 d challenge. She's like, oh, you brought your friend? Guess it's true. Chew for the dick. I'm like, yep. That, yeah, look it up. Look it up right there. It's you still go. called a threesome. It's right there in the name. Y'all can't do basic math? Yes, Kasha. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten. Two, two, three. My point is, there is a, okay, it's not. Three, okay, we got three guys. It's a good time. Three women, it's a good time. That's different. It's just a good time. Everybody's winning. Nobody's doing better than the other. Two women, one man, he is winning. Yeah, they're having a good time as well, too, but he is definitely So two men and you know, one woman, one woman, winning, she she's is winning. Yes, yeah, she's they, winning. Two, two men and one woman, they are still winning. See? They are winning. They okay. are leaving. All, right, All right, Roy. What else do you have? Right. We're moving on from that. Right, we'll move on then. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts, Tasha? <laughs> Tiffany? <laughs> this misogyny is just intoxicating. It's almost like privilege. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> man man it's privilege. Its own, it's its man, own thing. And it's man. so much of it, I will say too, so much of it contributes to rape culture. Final thoughts, Tiff? <laughs> kind of my biggest take-home point from this would be just to consider both sides of anything. Mm-hmm. Be willing to open up the lines of communication and just talk about these issues. That's the only way they will get... <laughs> Kind of these discrepancies at least discussed. Like, even something as simple as threesome. Mm -hmm. We are thinking one way, he is thinking something totally different. But if you think about it, we represent two very different sides of society. So, Mm -hmm. at some point, these two definitions have to come together to make some difference. Because, Mm -hmm. like you said, it does affect rape culture. And it does affect the slut-saming culture. Mm -hmm. If that is somebody's business, how many people they want in the bed with them, that's... You know, and you think about consent. Like, how does something like consent get blurry? 
<laughs> Either I consent or I don't. Yeah, absolutely. True. Absolutely. I think everybody, everybody wow. should be an adult in that right. situation. So. I agree with that. So, yeah, my biggest thing would be communication. What's your take home? I just am more confused now than I have ever <laughs> been ever before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you know, wow. So, but I, I'm very, I always appreciate the insight. I'm always okay. thankful for um, seeing things through somebody else's lens. Um, the male perspective is something that we didn't want to take a stab at. No pun Ooh. intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No stabbing or pounding. Yeah, we didn't want to take a stab at it. We wanted to have the male perspective. I mean, we can truly only speak for ourselves and our own experiences. Mm-hmm. So to have you on the show and to have you, um, you know, give us your um, double standard perspective was very... <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're very thankful for you. Yeah, and and yeah, we got a chance to see things through the lens of a man. So I'm very thankful that you were able to come and and be on the show today. Yep, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you, ladies, for having me on. I really appreciate it. I love your show. You guys are very insightful. You guys are funny, intelligent. You guys are just the jack of all trades. You guys are. You know, I wish you guys freaking the Simpsons season, 29 in. So yes. Your audience grows and everybody can have the same experience as we all do, you know what I mean, and uh, enjoy you guys the way I do. So it was, it was fun. It was, a lot, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It really Super was. Super fun. And, Super uh, fun. you know, I know it seems like double standards, and it is. A lot of it is. <laughs> unfair. It is unfair. But, you know, I mean, and, and, and in the long run, some of these things can change. But some of it, you know, it's just... It is the way it is. Things, it's the way it's been. It's not the way it has to be. Things, some, I mean, but some things are just not going to change. It's just, you know, it is what it is. You know, promiscuousness, you know, versus, you know, being a conqueror. You know, it's just, it's, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> well, so that's your take home. It sip. is what it is. He goes sips tea. Sips tea. Right, no. But no, I mean, like, I feel like the same way. I mean, men could be more communicative, but we can communicate more with our, our uh, better half and our, and, uh, you know, learn and listen more, you know, hear what they like and dislike and what they, you know, how they feel about certain situations. Men can be more of a listeners and stuff like that, you know, and uh, there's nothing wrong with being, uh, you know, chivalry. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being, you know, uh, attentive to your woman, uh, loving your lady, you know what I mean, PDA. You know, to a certain extent, you don't want to be slobbing your lady down, you know what I mean? But, you know, these are the things that, you know, you know, strengthen your relationship and let your significant other know that, you know, you're all I want, all I think about, and you are everything and more. So, you know, men can, we can do better. You know, we have, we don't have the same things to uh, look at like we used to, you know, you had, uh, you know, Cosby Show, Different World, you know, a lot more love and a lot more uplifting and a lot more things like that that uh, talk about issues like that now you got to love and love and hip-hop and stupid <laughs> shit like that you know so you know it's, it's falling to the waistline but we can bring it back you know with dialogue and things like that very cool but thank you guys for having me i appreciate it it was a lot of fun yeah thank you <laughs> thank you for thanks for coming here. on thank you thanks for having me i appreciate it go conscious sedation yay go conscious sedation <laughs> i want to wear i want to wear one of those shirts but i don't know like, hey, dog, what's that? Like, okay, you know? now we back to See? this again. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just got done spewing all the beautiful things. Right. Okay, ladies, thanks. Peace out. Peace Bye. Out. We just want to make sure we shout out our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You guys need to be following us. If you are listening and you are not following us on Facebook, you can search us at Conscious Sedation. You can also find us on Twitter at Get Sedated 705. Our Instagram is Conscious 
underscore sedation. If you all have a question from this shift um, or even a previous shift where we were talking about sex, you all can hit us in the Gmail. Haha, <laughs> our little Gmail. <laughs> our little Gmail. It's get sedated705. That's G E T S E D A T E D 705 at gmail.com. And I just want to open up the floor to you all. Do you guys have any nursing notes for this shift? Um, yeah, I, I did. I kind of wanted to speak to some of the, well, we had a few questions in our inbox. One was, what are some messages for black women from black women? So our sisters, as it pertains to sexuality, a big take home would be just try and be open. Um, try and release most things that you've been taught and be open to learning something completely new as it pertains to your sexuality and don't be bound mm -hmm. by the things that you have been taught or the things that you have taught yourself, things that you've heard. Try not to be bound by those things and, and explore and flourish, be vulnerable and yes. all of those things. You will be rewarded in the long run. So black women, it's okay to be sexual. It's okay to be open. It's encouraged you know, to, to do those sorts of things and show who you are. And it's really, really liberating to mm -hmm. just live out, you know, whatever your dreams are sexually to do with your body, not to your own demise, but, you know, certainly not to be bound or, or wound up by anybody else's definition of what you look like as it pertains to being a sexual being. Mm -hmm. I would agree. What about you, Tiffany? Um, I think my biggest take home from this kind of this whole series would just be to not be afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. No matter if it's something that you've been, like Tasha was speaking on, how you've been taught your whole life that things are a certain way, that's how it has to happen. Like if you feel like it should be something different, ask. Um, and also if you feel like something's off with yourself or things aren't the same or something's not right to you, just still ask those questions. There's Everyone always says there's no such thing as a stupid question, and that's very true, especially when it pertains to things like this. There's no reason to be in the dark, so to speak, in this day and age. There's plenty of good resources online. There's plenty of people um, that you can talk to about any types of questions or issues that you might have, and then you can have that liberating feeling um, that everyone should have. Like You shouldn't be bogged down with questions and unknowns, especially in this in this day and age, there's so many resources and so many answers. So get the answers that you need and then have fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have um, kind of a couple different things. The first thing I would say is um, we can't talk about sex without talking about the importance or rehashing the importance of having safe sex. And so um, make sure that you know your status. Make sure you know your partner's status. Make sure you are taking the appropriate provisions and precautions to protect yourself. There is no <laughs> sex that's good enough um, mm -hmm. to risk get your life, resistance. to get that resistance, to get something that you just don't want. It's not fun to be burning down there. And so I challenge everybody to just make sure you're having safe sex. We can't talk about sex without talking about safe sex. Also, no means no. We cannot talk about sex without talking about rape and sexual violence and sexual abuse and so i challenge everybody men no is no 
Um, not saying yes is no. Mm-hmm. And so um, respect that no. Respect um, whoever you're dealing with, if you're dealing with a man or a woman. Men can be raped too. No means no. Um, and I just challenge the women who are listening to don't be afraid of your no. Embrace your no. You're empowered by your no. And so if you're not ready, if you're not willing to have sex, say no. And, and you can mean no. And that's okay. And my last thing is just um, to follow your intuition. And so we talked about communicating, the importance of communicating. We talked about um, being free with your sexuality. So follow your intuition. If you, you know, we all have this internal voice that speaks to us and follow your intuition. If you feel like a situation is not safe, if you feel like a person is not safe, if you're not comfortable doing certain things, you don't have to. And so listen to that internal voice. That's why we have one. Um, The more you listen to it, the louder it becomes. If you shut it, shut it out and ignore it, then it becomes soft. It doesn't speak to you. So you want that internal voice to always speak to you. So be safe out here. Sex is great. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But we want to make sure we're doing it safely and that we're making sure that we are protected and that we're teaching our children to do the very same thing. So now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Language lab. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, um, we have been talking a lot about the men's little G-spot. <laughs> okay. Some of you all have heard us call it by its correct name. But some of y'all be jacking it up. Still. Still. So the male little G-spot, it is not a prostrate. <laughs> okay. Prostrate is something totally prostrate different. Prostrate is something you do when you're going before the Lord. Before the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> and you want to lay your body flat out in front of the Lord. That is not the male little G-spot. Mm-mm. Yep. Okay. What is it, Tiff? Prostate. Prostate. Not straight. Not straight. Prostate. Like Indiana, you know. It's a state. state. Yeah. state. Prostate. 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 Yeah. yeah. Your little G-spot. Your little AKA G-spot. The prostate. Yeah. yeah. And you may or may not want to grind up on it. <laughs> You, you may or may not want to look back at it. That's okay? your prerogative. That's your prerogative. It's your little G-spot. It's Do what yours. you will. Mm-hmm. Twerk some It's yours. Twerk some on it. She said twerk some Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> Whatever So we are not going to call the male G-spot a prostrate anymore. Okay, guys? We're going to no. call it a prostate. Thank prostate. you, fellas. Thank we you. appreciate you. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So you know what's Getting it in. I told you my daughter would be like, mommy, no. With all the young kids looking like, who mommy that? Who mommy that? Me. Dabbing. Look at that, look at that. Now that made me think of that little video of the white boy. What he tried to do his dab, but it was real like ninja. I didn't even see it. It's a video on Facebook or something? Yes. I have to show it to you. All right. So, you know, next time we're going to talk about the snapback. Mm-hmm. And the mommy blues. This pressure that women be under. Why, though? I don't 
know, why does society do these things to us? And then we perpetuate it. We be hashtagging fit mom and shit. Listen, I'm a pregnancy. I'm a MILF either way and go. (laughs) You better let them know. Stretch marks and all. You better let them know. And I will be in a two piece showing all of my capacity to stretch and grow a human. Okay. Because that's all it is. These Mm -hmm. are love lines, baby. Mm, Love lines. My love lines. I love it. Yes. So you guys know where to find us. Please like us. Listen, let me tell y'all this. It don't do us any good for you to listen to our show and then text us the commentary. People do that. People listen to the show and while they listen, they text me like, ah, I can't believe you said that. Ah, y'all crazy. Why don't you put it on the rating? Rate us. Yes. Like us. Rate us Share so we know it's us. real. Comment. Rate us so we know it's real. Mm-hmm. It don't ain't... take that much time. No. You can do it from your phone. And I even figured out how to add the button on. SoundCloud, where you can just click and it'll shoot you right to our iTunes. Send us your rating. I know, I know. Look at me moving on up. Mm -hmm. See, that's how we gonna blow up, Mm y'all. And listen now, you want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. You want to be here for that ride. So, like us, rate us, share us on your social media Mm -hmm. so we can get more listeners. Y'all tell us we funny, but we don't believe it if your people ain't listening. Ain't nobody laughing but you. <laughs> You've been laughing for 16 shifts. 16 And you done kept shifts. all of these lies to yourself. Lies you selfish. That's the first thing. You selfish. The love. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, your ass is selfish. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Share right. the love. Sharing is caring. Yes. You know what? Last Yesterday was um, national or I don't know if it's international, whatever they named it, podcasting day. I did not know that. Yes, we got an email about it, actually. And I had emailed the lady back who put it on, but you were supposed to send this hashtag out and then go to your favorite podcast and do a review or rate and then go to Twitter and hashtag it. And so I had asked her if she was going to be on any other social media because, I mean, I'm not that great about our Twitter Mm -hmm. in the first place. And she was like, not right now. So it was to raise like this whole, not, I don't want to say raise awareness because I feel like that term has really been overworked recently, Mm -hmm. but it was to support all of your favorite podcasters and acknowledge that ratings and comments and things like that sharing are how we can you know build our craft and work on Mm -hmm. whatever it is we're putting out so we can serve our listeners yeah yeah that's cool but I thought that was really cool yeah Yeah. okay all right well listen y'all that's all we have for you today before we go I do think it's important to shout out Puerto Rico and make sure that you guys know that we are holding you all up to the light and that we are thinking of you and praying for you Um, I heard I have a friend in Puerto Rico and they're not going back to school until the kids aren't going back to school until January because that's how awful the the country is over there and so even though you are not getting that much support from our president um, we on Conscious Sedation are holding you guys up to the light and praying for you and um, you are in our thoughts and prayers and I just think it's important to say that we are we are rallying rallying around you. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. So, that's all we got though. Prayer for Puerto Rico. Prayer, hashtag prayer for Puerto Rico. That's right. All right, y'all. Stay real. Peace out. <laughs>